0: started all right that was officially hey! the worst
1: start to any guitar wank we've ever had in the history of 200 shows <laughs> 201 201 that was just horrible well they don't know what
0: went wrong no, so you just explain to them.
1: well you guys turned up <laughs> there's one yeah <laughs> two everything was set with the recording and something went amiss with uh, my system and
0: Gremlins. Actually, it was a universal audio, digital audio converter, yeah. as, as I remember. <laughs> it was the digital audio,
1: universal audio. They're going to have to send me a new one, Mr. James Santiago. Can you help me out,
2: mate? <laughs> yeah. Well, there's so much to talk about here. Let's not dwell on the past.
1: And Osnoy was supposed to turn up, and he just he blew, it, just blew us off because he just yeah. doesn't
2: care. Yeah, so so we should still push his gig nonetheless. We'll push his gig, but you where know what? Where is his gig? He's got a gig with Andy Sinewick at the Baked Potato. Uh-huh. The 15th of February. Do I know Andy? Andy Sinewick the guitar player? Yeah, amazing. You should know him if you don't. Jeez, I don't know him. Bad I don't know why I don't know him. Ass. Yeah, we're wow. going to get him on the show. He's seriously badass.
0: He. Uh, where, where where does he live? Here in LA. Really? And what kind of music does he play? Is he Rock
2: movie? and every. He plays everything. He's like a studio ace too, but uh-huh. he's a great rock player. Wow. He's I don't a Great know jazz him. player. But he's also can read fly shit. He's doing lots of studio work. He's real good friends with Tim Pierce. He's okay. <laughs> wow. I don't How know. How old's Andy. He's, just wow. a, Andy. A burning, he's a young, young kid. Fuck like him. 30, 32. Jesus wow. Christ. He looks like he's about 12. Oh, uh, do we need wow. more of him? He's got the body of a 14-year-old. But, well, uh, now I'm really interested. Okay, yeah. I don't think he's your type, Scott, you know.
1: Wow. And, and Oz, yeah, he just dis just the second best guitar podcast in the yeah, world. Yeah, that, that's Inubiverse. happened. We right? are
2: now voted in Reader's Poll of Jazz Times. And my, my, big, my most favorite thing is that we forced Jazz Times to print the word wank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who was the first best? Uh, uh, and they're, they're out of business now. They're, so. not
1: even, they're not even going. They stopped in like 2017. So I feel like that was kind of a ring in. Who was it? But
2: first of all, I let's thank the wankers. Because yeah, because the they the wankers and, and on top right. of that, Scott also won guitar. He Canada. won everything. Yeah, I mean, and like, let's face it, without the wankers, Scott, you know, come on.
0: That's right. It wouldn't have won nothing.
2: You know, so... <laughs>
0: So I would have, you know, would have here, worst here, here I am, player. here
2: I am walking my ass around fucking Nam and getting interviews, and you get all the votes. You know? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, everybody. Well, I just want to let you know that I play guitar too. <laughs> if you, if you, you, know, are okay, I, okay. Wait a minute. Uh, let me rephrase that. I own a guitar
0: too. <laughs> oh man. Well,
1: it's pretty. It's almost like winning winning a Grammy or an Oscar. It's almost but the same thing, right? Who
0: are the guys? Who are the guys that? that The other podcast, what did they do? I, Were they a guitar podcast? Or yeah, no? But, no, it
2: was a music podcast. It was like jazz is justice or something. Oh, okay. I don't or see. Jumping for
0: jazz. Or I just my eyes do, just jazz, focused Jumanji. on guitar wank well, you know being what? number two. I, I uh. sort of expected Jude Gold to be in there, but then oh, I maybe started. Oh, it was jazz with Jude. No, no, no. no but you know what? I then I thought, well, that's it's probably not Ju- Jude's in there because it's jazz is and it's probably more jazz oriented. No, jazz, jazz times. Jazz times. Yeah, and and. So there was then, you know, Jude interviews probably more rock players or different kind of not just, you know, it's more, not as much about jazz as our show is. So so, so that's for cool. me, and that's yeah. probably
2: yeah. why he didn't win because he's interviewed me. He
0: <laughs> interviewed me too. Oh, no, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, there you I go. think it's both of us. I think it's <laughs> going to remain.
1: It's going to remain a mystery why Anyways, we were so voted just, and why we I won. I want to thank the wankers who voted yeah, for man, us, right? Really. Really. Hey, and I want to
2: thank the wankers that didn't vote for us too.
1: <laughs> and Scott, just you won every award there is. Well, not every award. <laughs> I saw your I didn't name win under best trumpet, trumpet <laughs> player. I did see your name <laughs> under best trumpet player, and like I was only
0: fourth in best <laughs> trumpet player.
1: Saxophone. <laughs> Jazz times, I, I believe we're supposed to get like a prize or something, right? Yeah. I think we get a pie. A pie? I'm pretty
0: sure. Yeah. Really? Yeah. We get a pie. It's going to be delivered to your house <laughs> from, you know, <laughs> that place that has pies, Cheesecake Factory. Uh, that's, oh, that's cool. Cheesecake. Yeah.
1: I wonder if it's like, will it be like Herbie Hancock or someone delivering it? And That would be cool. <laughs> <That> would hey, <laughs> that Herbie, would be great. what's up, yeah.
0: man? <laughs> Here's pie. your pie.
1: Thank you for being the best second best podcast in wow. the universe. Yeah, that's that's awesome, pretty man. much what they're saying. Can't beat it.
2: Man, you know, we're really, amazing, you know. Like I say that and the gun will get you anything. <laughs> that's <laughs>
1: <laughs> Well, welcome to this completely shitty start to two, two know, 220. I'm a great time.
0: 2020 uh, okay. it was okay it was just okay, now that got Scott, audio Scott's things. got such a big head and now no. he's a
2: big winning guitar player you know what I mean all that shit yeah, that's, maybe, <laughs> maybe now he'll like stop crying after every no, game that's why <laughs> That's why my agent is sending me you want
0: something send me the information it's urgent <laughs>
3: did so you get that email get too some work yeah
0: <laughs> yeah well, hurry up there's only gonna be a week where you can left. yeah right I've only been popular for a week yeah. so you better hurry up and get me some gigs hey
1: I haven't seen you guys since 2019 uh, this is our first show really in 2020 that we do, we're doing in the present mm-hmm. what have you guys been doing
2: Bruce? Well, you're asking me first? Well, I've been just basically crying because Scott won and I didn't. <laughs> you didn't get a mention, But your guitar did not even I didn't even make the top 400. Did you have anything out, released? Did I have anything out released? What does that have to do like with anything? you, Well, Scott had yes, a new I album. Did. Yes, I did. I, I have had things released.
1: Yeah, but like, did you submi- Did your guy submit it to... My the guy? I don't have a guy. That's the problem. Scott has a guy. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He, he, come on. His guy needed to know Listen, the name of Listen, my sex life <laughs> has
2: nothing to do with this. <laughs> no, it. no. His guy needed to know the name of the publication. That's how much his guy was... A- Anyways, it's okay. I realize people don't dig my playing. You know, I, I basically just started this shit because I wanted to piss off my parents anyway. So, so uh, you know, I mean, I'm ready for this. I'm a perennial loser. I like being at the bottom. I've scratched and clawed my way to the bottom and I plan to stay there for a while. But um, I do want to beg about something. What? I have a gig yeah. coming up this week. That should be in Jazz Times, too. And and it's very soon. I mean, this will come out Monday, obviously, and yep. uh, Wednesday. I'm at at Vitello's. Is it next Five Wednesday? is at Vitello's, oh, well, yes, the third, the twelfth of February. Twelfth of Feb. And uh, it's and um, please come on. These people are so hard up about me bringing people in, and and I always worry about it so much. You know, just come on. You know, anybody within shooting distance of LA, hundred mile. Please come. And get your tickets in advance. It's Feinstein's at Vitello's. It's all over on Facebook and shit. And just uh, come and and I'm giving a free CD to everybody who buys an advance ticket. I'm calling it free D for VD.
3: That's <laughs> <laughs> a free date. CD
2: for Valentine's Day. But for those, who, I it wasn't Roman numerals. It wasn't 495. <laughs> And it wasn't a sexually transmitted disease.
0: I was hoping it was venereal disease. Yeah, but know, I'm I disappointed know. that it's Valentine's Day, but whatever. You know, you know you're know, you so
2: romantic, Scott. That's another thing about your playing that really got those jazz times people all excited. <laughs> my playing is so romantic. I, I've been waiting yeah. for the, like, you know, Scott Henderson plays for lovers. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. I'd buy that. Yeah, especially the
0: weighing Ooh. bar shit. You know, what I just grab it and go, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It just makes
2: people want to kiss. you guys are fucking like a bunch of chihuahuas over there well how did i'm a little a con, little so confused what time at for oh boy you're confused about that yeah um, you'll never find the place so i don't know why you care uh, it's, i want to
1: get my vd on
2: yeah yeah it's eight o'clock on wednesday show up early and have yourself a meal it's the uh, day be- and, two and, you days know, before valentine's you know, while you guys were fucking gone and doing who knows what <laughs> you know obviously scott was bought 500 subscriptions to jazz times, times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, it was filling out the things i can see i can see yeah. the sores on his mouth and licking all the envelopes. that's right uh, <laughs> but uh but while you're doing that i was in new york i did the red guitar i did i did that off broadway thing again
1: oh that's right they had you so back, it you had me back was bigger, and it was bigger even better it was the bigger right was
2: getting better and i did the full show with all the cool stuff that i've written and come on and check it out and then you can know why i didn't win you got to put maybe that's
1: what you, you need to put the red guitar up uh for what for, for jazz times next year so this is, is your no goal category for
2: red guitar
1: this well you're gonna own it if I you own win it. it. Yeah,
2: believe me, I can own. I can win that. Yeah, <laughs> ah. but anyways, I'm. I'm. I'm very. I feel very good about where I am in life most of the time. Was oh, a therapy <laughs> session. <laughs> I have to, you know. I mean, of course, you know, being a therapist now, I'm, I'm Scott's personal therapist. You know. Oh. Oh. And I uh, need one too. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, it one. was. I, I did miss you guys. You know, but my aim's getting better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hold it. you?
1: I gotta, I gotta say, you did an amazing job at NAM.
2: Oh man, that you was did. a that was a labor of awesome. love for my wanking. I hope the wank public heard that, but yes, and I and I like I say, I want to only slightly apologize for that noise canceling app I used. Yeah, I think it made it sound like hell, which is a very apt uh, metaphor for Nam. Yeah, in a certain way, <laughs> uh, that I'm sure that it w- it would be a test for any noise canceling phasing <laughs> amp. But I, I really had a good time. I th- I think we got a couple of good laughs in and
0: you interviewed Scott. Do you I remember inter- Scott? Yeah, I definitely do. And it was <laughs> seemed like it seemed like at the point where Bruce was interviewing me it was kinda of quiet. It didn't seem like also, it, was, it, was it was really fine. loud yeah. where we were. It was fine. But I did see one thing that I thought was funny. There was a walk by a booth and it said uh uh, it said shut down because for noise violation. They were doing that. <laughs> I've never seen that before yeah, they were doing in it all my year. years of they now. They were doing
1: it this year. I yeah. have never seen that There was before. a lot of pissed off people. I got the vibe there was a lot of pissed off.
2: Well, you imagine you've got all this money riding on it. And you know the, the, they hold a dB meter right in front of your booth. But all of the noise, noise from everywhere else is adding into it. Yep. And like, how can you control that? And, and a lot of it is people complaining about... Like if if you're next door to somebody who gets a lot of love, you know what I yeah. mean. And that, you're, you're pissed yeah. off, and so you say they're too loud, and then you call the cops. I mean, there's a lot of <laughs> it's a lot of that. I mean, it's like living in a bad apartment building. You, you know? know what I was
0: just gonna say? It, it could be partly just dumb luck if you're next to a booth that's particularly loud, like with like a big yeah. booth, like you know, like who knows who, but yeah. just somebody where there's a lot of action going on, and yeah. you happen to be unlucky to be next to them. Then your problems are even worse, right? No, you know, and there so. were there
2: were a couple that were shut down, and uh, there were a couple there were a couple way up nowhere that couldn't have possibly been bothering anybody, that were warned, and you know, and it was like whatever. I saw Mike Marino. And Mike, he's, oh yeah, my great guitar yeah, player, yeah yeah yeah, and he did sure. like a solo set, and while he was doing his solo set, I shouldn't be laughing about it. But for those of you who heard the article, he probably sounded pissed off. He kind of always does. But <laughs> in this particular case, he was playing solo guitar while, right, the next aisle over, like a four women ukulele band <laughs> amplifi- <laughs> amplified was playing and singing. Really? Uh, yeah. And, and it, awesome. You know, so he was kind of. A fart and a blizzard at that point. And, uh, and, wow. and, and he was kind of dark about it at the end. And of course, I didn't help much. You know, mm. he was like talking about it. I said, man, I thought it sounded great. You know, I, and for those who've heard it already know, but I, I think he should consider like, Having that as his backing band and kind of give up the drums and bass thing that everybody all uses, and right? Get a few ukuleles behind him. I think that that would be a real modern jazz statement.
0: <laughs> it was funny. I, my friend Percy in China, who kind of was our tour and manager how does he, he pronounce Percy? his
2: name? I'm dying to know. Percy. No, the people in China, how do they pronounce Oh, name? that I don't know. <laughs> you can pretty well guess, can't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Puss. Anyway,
0: he was he was sort of doing the same thing with, with Mike there. Right. right. With Mike Moreno. And I told Percy, I said, please tell Mike that I'm a fan. And, uh, you know, tell him to shoot me an email and, and love to send him the new CD, you know, Tell him hi. All the best. Have a great show. Right. Never heard a word from him. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're old. You know, we're the old guys.
2: <laughs> he told me, yeah, I grew up. I was listening to your records when I was a kid. I'm like, oh, great,
3: thanks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Funny man. Uh, did
0: you Did you have a good time, mm-hmm. Scott, at the NAMM? To, to be honest, I was just I was just two places the whole time. Sir, Sir. and exotic. Right. And I didn't really go anywhere. But there, and did, and, um, did and,
1: either Sir or Exotic have anything new and sparkling?
0: Uh, Sir has a new little twelve watt recording amp, but I didn't get to see it. You right, know, I was mainly just sort of schmoozing with the guys that I don't. You know, I don't go down there as much as I used to, so it was just good to see him. I see hadn't everyone. seen him in a long time. Yeah. And same with the guys in Exotic, I get to hang out with. Uh, um, Kiyoshi, who makes, you know, who designs all the pedals. Yeah. And he's such a nice cat and such a, a great person. And, and he's so smart. He, he was talking about a, a new distortion pedal that he's going to make, like a high gain pedal. And I said, I definitely want to hear that because he's really got really good ears. A nude
2: distortion pedal? New, new.
0: Nude. But nude would be great. Oh, okay. nude would yeah. be amazing. Are they all nude? I didn't realize yeah. they were close <laughs> Yeah. And, uh you know, it was just good to catch up with the guys with, with Sir because I haven't talked to him in a i'm I talk to him once in a while on the phone, but
1: right, yeah. So, so John's doing well.
0: Yeah, actually, I'm going to go down there this week because they're going to they're going to do a little mod to my uh, load box. The, oh the, okay you know, the, so the, yeah the reactive because, load yeah the reactive uh, load guy, because it I doesn't, love he talks dirty. doesn't <laughs> quite it doesn't quite have enough output for that's that's <laughs> that's, that's what she so said it. yeah, right. yeah. Know, everybody complains about that yeah. Yeah. the load so box gonna doesn't load. have enough output yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> at
2: least it doesn't follow you around for a couple of weeks
0: well <laughs> does your does your universal audio have a volume control on it for oh, Just for them? input yeah. See, mine doesn't. My Apogee is just whatever comes in uh, is what okay. goes out. Right. So you can turn up the volume to monitor it, but it doesn't boost what's coming into the computer. Right. So the load box, when you when you turn the amp all the way up, and I don't want to turn it up anymore, it just quite doesn't make it into uh, the yellow. You right. know what I mean? Because yep. my Apogee doesn't have a, the a way to boost it a little bit. Right. You know. And I tried putting it through my mic pre, but that's not. Right, because the ohmage is completely <coughs> off. And it it, no, it makes it sound thin. So I'm just going to get them to. All they have to do is change a resistor, and that's it. You know? Yeah. So yeah, it'll it'll. So hold up,
1: Why? <laughs> why are you using? <laughs> sorry, sorry <laughs> Why sorry, are you sorry. using a load box? I thought you were done For with all IRs, this. I.R.s.
0: No, no, no. Because because one of the reasons I found out that that my I.R.s didn't sound like I wanted them to sound is because I was going had to go through the mic preamp. To boost the signal, and when you do that just to get enough signal, yeah. John says John told me that you're hurting the sound of the IR by doing that because the load box is the wrong ohmage for the the, uh, the Neve mic preamp. Right. So when I go straight into the computer like you're supposed to, and turned up the volume, it wasn't the right way to turn up the volume. It does sound better. It does. I, I still like the speaker better, but I'm just saying, you know, for choices, for layering, IRs are great. You right. Because you can have a bunch of different, instead of like carrying a bunch of different speaker cabinets into the room, breaking your back, you know, let's, okay, here's another part. Let's try an IR and right. maybe maybe find some different sounds and stuff. Yep. But I just want them to sound the best they can. The best way to do that is just to go direct to the computer. And that apogee is a legacy model. It's old. Right. So okay. most of the new uh digital audio converters have a volume knob. Yep. Mine mine doesn't. Mm. So that's why I'm just that's gonna why. have it have See, them turn that sucker up a little bit.
1: So you, that's it. I uh, I uh, Bruce I know Bruce would have uh, paid uh, what, Bruce would have paid attention to the new uh Luna Universal Audio Recording Program coming out.
2: I, I did go by there. I did, I did spend- <laughs> there what is go. that? I did spend time there. Uh, mostly, I was looking for G- James. I never saw him. But, oh, yeah, uh, San Diego. But um, I was over there. Who was I? I? was hanging with somebody that was really interested in it. It's, what is it? It's they got this new you new recording. New recording.
1: Platform. Basically, it. It. I won't have this so much as anymore. It's like a whole new recording interface. Platform. Kind of a yeah, it's, DAW it's like a, a thing. There's a
2: new way to do it. That's easier No to work latency with and, and, and sounds uh-huh. better and quicker. It looks
1: pretty freaking amazing. It, by far, it was probably one of the most popular releases at NAMM I yeah. believe. Oh, cool. yeah. So they and they've come out with something is, amazing. Is again. it
0: like something like? Uh, I'm just. Is it hardware or software?
1: Software, but basically the gist. i um, the little I know about it, which is very little. It kind of turns your system into like. A desk, like a full-on Neve desk, oh, okay. as close gotcha. as they can get to that, and oh, cool. it does amazing shit. It looked it was very impressive, cool. and
2: everybody it was very impressive. Everyone I mean, was pretty really, excited about know, it, and it's
1: <laughs> free, which is amazing. It's what? It's free. Oh, it's free. Yeah, if you have their products, Universal Audio, oh, I see. it's a so free, it's free download. Software if you yep.
0: buy their products. That's cool. So, um, well, you didn't ask smart. me what I've been doing. What? Well, well, what have, <laughs> we been doing? Well, well, have you been oh, doing? Can I, can I finish Nam? Oh yes, oh, yes, that's yes. Finish right. Nam. Finish Nam. Okay.
2: <laughs> uh, I did have one really cool experience. I had numerous cool experiences, but one, I I was a guest of uh, through Frank Potenza of the Les Paul Foundation to the tech awards they have like the you know it's like the ted awards yeah for for music and um it was a really great show and i sat at the table next to herbie hancock and joni mitchell and david byrne and joni won the award (laughs) and really burned in band on the stage played and then they gave a bunch of awards for all sorts of different things but um and fred armison was the mc he was pretty funny and it was a good dinner and free drinks.
1: Sounds like someone lived it up at NAMM.
2: That was a pretty good, pretty good hang. I mean, I've got a picture of, of Joni and Herbie and David Byrne. Yep. From very close range. Well, I
0: went to the Cheesecake Factory with Kenzie. <laughs> See?
1: <laughs> yeah, beat so, that, Bruce. So trying uh, to
0: beat that.
2: I'm uh, not trying to beat
1: nothing. <laughs> that Bruce had the official Guitar Wank media pass. So, you mm. can get that too. the.
2: Mm. Yeah, I had the media pass. And you can go to everything. And and mm-hmm. there's a the media center. You can go like a place with a seat and it's kind of quiet. And you can Did you sit. go there? Yeah. Is oh, that wow.
0: The United Lounge. <laughs> it, it's, it's
2: not quite that, but it, it's, you know, in NAMM, after a while, just a, a comfortable seat to sit down. Right, in, yeah, definitely. Oh,
1: that absolutely. really I feels can relate like first that. Class.
0: Yeah.
3: Damn. <laughs> Um, wow.
2: it was it was you know i mean it's what it was uh you along with a couple of good friends uh, you know I, I ended up staying over because a friend of mine uh a friend of ours had come down and had a room but he left early so there was an empty bed so i kept, that's i awesome. didn't have to come back to town and go down yeah. again that was cool
1: you did well i enjoyed the interviews
2: you know i did the best i could guys you know maybe this you know like i say if we're number two with them, you know, if we can't be number one with them, then number two on them.
1: <laughs> I'm always down for number two. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's you get good. older,
2: man. It's even better. Don't <laughs> yeah. say that to Bono. He doesn't yeah.
0: want to be number two. He, you two, you know, wait he uh, gets, a, wait till he gets a little older. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about South Park you have to see the episode. Yeah, it's the mo- more crap episode of South Park. Yeah. It's one of the best ones I've yeah. seen. Amazing. Anyways, yeah. but uh,
2: there, there you have it. Now you can talk about what you've been
0: doing. Scott. All right, Scott. <laughs> he's been spending all the money you won yeah. from the number I've one. I've been thing. doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, no, I went to Nam. I went to Nam just on Sunday, and then because um, I had to play baked potato on Friday night and, and Alva's right. on Saturday night and then i went to um, had a day off and then went to vegas and played at this little club called the bunkhouse which is a really cool place to play really fun yep. and i did a workshop there the next day then came home and then flew to new york and played at the iridium for two nights and then flew to chicago and played reggie's for, for two nights and then just got home wow just got how home was, yesterday how was uh, well first yesterday. how was the baked potato and Elvis? Well, baked potatoes always horrible for me, <laughs> but whatever. What can I say? It was, you know, I'm just terrible on my first night back to work. I just can't get over it. I always have been. I always will be. Right. If you're gonna see me on the first night where I haven't played in three months, don't. It's gonna be. Yeah, <laughs> you probably should avoid it. Yeah. And Alvis was much much better. Yeah. And then it just kept getting better after that, you know, where'd because you, you get used to it. Where'd you, you play mean, in New York? uh iridium was it was a good is, yeah yeah great a, sounding room and yeah. really fun and uh and i was just so impressed with, with ernest because um my regular band the guys from f- france oh, uh, yeah. romain and archie yep. they did not get their work visas when they thought they were going to get them <sighs> and i had to buy airline tickets like way out in advance or else i would have really been screwed with the prices So I already knew that they weren't going to make it. So I hired Ernest Tibbs and Alan Hertz, who played on Vibe Station. And those guys did the New York and Chicago gigs. And Ernest was just, and Alan always nails it. He's great. But Ernest was reading, and he just was amazing. Wow. Amazing. So solid and so musical while he's reading. Wow. And I'm talking about like three stands with three (laughs) lights. And, you know, you'd see like him and he's over here. And then there's a coda and now he's over here. (laughs) And it just doesn't seem like he missed a beat. Wow. Like just burning, playing great solos and just killing it, man. And I was so happy and just so proud of him. He's such a great bass player. Um, I don't know anybody that can do that besides him, read like that. On electric gig, on yeah. electric bass, and just sound like he's not reading. right. So he was burning, man. he 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 really he nailed it for sure. Do that you know an understatement. Do you know
2: Ernest Oh uh, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. in fact, you know when Alan was playing back in the day, um, Ernest and Joel Taylor, were my very favorite rhythm section I ever saw with Alan, and I saw almost all of his rhythm sections, and by far to me, Ernest and Joel were way my favorite. Right, They made that crazy odd time meter music sound way more organic mm-hmm. and natural, and, and they rounded all the corners off so that it just sort of flowed right. more, yep. in my opinion. <laughs> more than any of the other rhythm sections that Alan had. And I, I really enjoyed it when I heard him play with those guys.
2: He's talking about yeah. Alan Holdsworth, folks.
0: Sorry, Alan Holdsworth. Yeah. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, and Ernest did, I don't know how long he played with Alan. Him and Joel played with him for a while. I'm not sure how long it was. But, yeah, that's what I did. We, and should, it was we should get Ernest it was cold. On the show. Uh, I <laughs> made was, a record. Chicago was cold.
2: You made a record? Uh-huh. Um, I was on a record. Does that count?
1: Is it like a Guinness Book of records or like a record record, like old school record, LP, vinyl.
2: Well, what, do, what does this have <laughs> to do with uh, oh, The You record, when did you record? I, I, drink, I had a studio here in uh, in town. It was uh, an organ player, it was an organ trio date with a drummer named Jeff Hamilton, a really great jazz drummer. Yeah, I just ask him, he'll tell you. And, uh, <laughs> um, and the organ player whose day job is the organ player for the atlanta braves really wow baseball team you know does he play every day with them well you know they, they only play like 80 home games a year and then if they're in the playoffs
1: so um <laughs> that'd be a funny joke you yeah know. yeah but
2: no he's a, he's a great player and he does yep. other gigs and Came out and he uh, made a record with two days in the studio. Played a bunch of cool tunes, and so that that happened. Uh, it'll, his name is Matthew Kaminsky, and it'll come oh, out the pretty Kaminsky soon. Kaminsky method. Yeah, the Kaminsky.
0: <laughs> method. Does he live in Atlanta? Yeah. Oh, okay. So you just came out here to came record. Came out and hired us and made uh-huh. a record. Wait,
2: cool. what? And I and I used my dumbbell lamp which I had to break in this fucking studio to get. it.
1: <laughs> he grabbed it and and you enjoyed it, right? It sounded
2: amazing. it, it sounded better than all the others I had. We, we we I've sent all the amps I had up, and you know, and I used them all with both my humbucker and my single coil tap, you know, and uh, yeah, the Dumble one with the humbucker for that gig.
1: Wow. So, and,
2: oh, and speaking of which, I heard some really great music over the last couple of days. Can I talk about it? yeah okay (laughs) i thought we only talked about bad music here uh i went and saw the the the, um oh fuck jack shit
1: oh jack shit again which we had yeah we had to spell
2: we just had a val episode up um saw jack shit of course an amazing show it was great but there was one moment just one little moment right in an intro where Val played a G chord. It was a John Lennon G chord. You know you know which one I'm talking yep. about? The, the one D where you don't play the, the open B string, yep. you play mm-hmm. the D on the mm-hmm. B. Played that chord. And man, I had a tone gasm. <laughs> 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 I, I mm. had a fucking tone gasm. Mm. And I don't, you know, I mean, it was just like, it kind of like took my breath away. It sounded so beautiful i know what was happening it was just like it was okay it was a telly through a dumbbellish product and obviously some delay involved right but the way it just opened up it was so clear and so warm
3: Your and the way warm. it
2: opened and the way it opened up yeah it was like like the a beginning of a symphony Mm-hmm. where the whole orchestra plays this chord where it just cres- you know it starts from nothing it becomes this crescendo perfectly in tune it was like that it was just devastatingly beautiful it was it was a tally it was like but it it had some weird pickups in it it looked like uh, maybe some frailing, you know like small humbuckers yeah I don't know what he was doing but I mean I heard that guitar play for a lot and it sounded great the whole time but this moment it was just the right moment where was it he tato it's spot. Uh-huh. he caught it at the right way there was nobody else playing it was just him mm-hmm. wow and of course that rhythm section is super badass yeah you know he one
1: one of them just want to well didn't both they both of them won the the Grammy. with
2: elvis costello yeah they're in they're elvis costello's rhythm section mm-hmm. and but anyway so i had that But the interesting thing that I'm kind of bringing up, and it's just going to take me a while to get here, is I heard Steve Gad's band the next night with Mike Landau. And um, I noticed that both Val and Mike were kind of doing a similar thing. And that, like, you know, Val had his Dumble Deluxe, and Mike had his Fender Hot Rod Deluxe, whatever. But both of them also had on top of it a sur head that they were kind of interfacing the two. I don't know whether they were switching them back and forth or whether they were running in in together. I don't know how they were doing it, but both of them had the same, you know what I mean? I'm looking at this with Mike. That's
0: a wet, dry thing.
2: Uh, it's right. It was sitting on top. That's of the, okay. That's okay. another
0: speaker probably involved with uh, the Sir. But he runs two amps all the time. Uh, okay, ones okay. for wet, ones for dry.
2: Okay. Well, mm-hmm. with with Val, I don't know what he was doing, mm-hmm. and he'd have to tell us. But I noticed, like, boy, that's kind of interesting. We're both. I mean, two nights in a right, row, right? The same kind I of see thing. The same sort of thing. You know. Um. So that
1: explain for the people that don't know, the wet dry thing.
2: Just well, you know, you know, when you, know, if you have if dry, dry a town from, you can just when yeah. <laughs> you get alcohol, let
0: dry. Just when you have dry and just you know your regular guitar in one cabinet, and then you have only reverb and delay or whatever you're using for your effects in the other amp, right? So they don't get confused. They don't confuse. So
1: you them. don't have the do you? Do you have the actual? You just have the wash of the reverb and delay in the other amp, right? Not, no dry,
0: right? Just only the wet right from like like if you would turn the mix all the way up to 100 percent on your reverb yeah and all you're hearing is reverb from the other cabinet
1: so it just it defines the sound i guess a lot It better. does a
0: lot more than that man it's a magical thing it yeah. really is it, it's magic it just makes so everything so, work. so
2: if you just queued up only the wet amp it'd be way more reverberated than. Normal. you
0: wouldn't even hear the note you, you would just hear all the... <laughs> uh, oh, and it has, it, has it going in? Okay, so you <laughs> never, do you ever mic that amp? Yeah, it is mic'd. Okay. Yeah. And, the, and I do this little test. And, and like, what, what's the percentage? I, I, it changes from night to night because I have a knob and I can make oh, it wet or dry. Yeah, I can Maybe control Maybe you control the... what
2: the house gets? Mm-hmm. How do you do that?
0: Oh, that's a... With a knob on the floor. That's what and you're doing, dancing back volume and forth. Of the the wet amp, I can turn the wet amp up or down. Oh, okay. And then they, the, the whatever, the, you have to do a little sound check thing in the house oh. that only just takes a second. You, I have a patch where there's a a, a long delay that just hits once. So right. it goes bonk, bonk. So you know, bonk. First bonk comes out of the Marshall. The second bonk is the delay that comes out of the Fender and they're even on stage volume wise. Right. And so I tell the sound guy make them even in the house. Yep. And once he gets it even, those faders stay at the same relationship. It usually puts the faders even and does it with the imp, you know with the right. uh, what do you call it the the gain the, the gain knob, you know, the line in knob. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then and then once they're even, he just leaves them that way and if he wants to turn me up, he turns both faders up. The same, you know, way keeps them keeps it, them it, the same way, and then I control it on stage how wet or dry I want it to be. Because if it's funk, I turn it way down. If I'm playing some slow melody or something, I make it all wet. Yeah, It's just but but the main thing, the benefits of it, two benefits. Number one, if you're running effects in your effects loop, it it lo- it sort of like just clogs up the amp. Mm. The amps amps hate it. Right. You know, because you're, you're running the amp out of the send in between tubes, in, 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 you know, in, into some crap and then back into the amp and the amp just gets overloaded and weighed down and notes just don't pop out anymore. Right. It's very hard to play legato phrases. They just, you almost have to pick every note. It just clogs it all up. Right. So that's the first thing. And the other thing is is that if you're playing rock and you have like a a gainy sound and you like feedback and stuff, the pickup has a relationship with the speaker mm. and when you have reverb and delay in the same speakers as the dry sound it doesn't it just doesn't pop right. like it's supposed to yeah you know there's nothing just like a pickup and a dry amp it just pops yeah you know and then the reverb is in another place on its own and doesn't interfere with that. It just adds to it. Right. It'd be just like in a studio, adding reverb in a mix. Right. You play dry, and you just add reverb to that. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. And the cool thing about it is to do it, you only need just a little combo. You know, I use a Deluxe, yep. very lightweight and easy to haul around. And just this little load box It's the size of a little tiny pedal. And all that does is, is basically just converts speaker power to line level, so you come out of an extra speaker jack, you know, or it even has a through in case your amp only has one speaker jack in right. the back, and you come through that little box, and then it has a line out with a little volume control, and I keep the volume really low on it so that it can feed the input of a preamp like a like a Fender, right. you know, because if you have it too loud then it becomes line level, and then it'll distort the preamp of the Fender. Mm -hmm. That's meant to go into like a power amp or something if you turn it way up. Right. But I keep it down on about three, and then I can plug it into the Deluxe, and then use the the, the EQ of the Deluxe to get the reverb sound I want, which is kind of just a little bit darker than my regular sound. You know, so I keep the treble way down, the mid way down, the bass up a little more. Right. You know, just to make it kind of warmer. Yeah. And... And then I kind of tilt the Fender amp up, you know, because the Marshall amp is higher. Yeah. Just tilt the Fender amp up against the Marshall cabinet. And once you get about two feet in front of it, you can't hear that it's coming from two different places. It just sounds like it's all coming from one place. And It just sounds nice. Yeah. Larry Carlton for years did it stereo. And he did it a much more complicated way by using a second microphone to mic the amp and send that to a mixer and send that to a power amp and two separate stereo speakers. So we had like stereo reverb going on or right. stereo delay and, and had to carry around a lot more gear. But that would be an interesting thing. You know, I don't want to carry that much gear around and I don't care about stereo because if you're playing in a big room, the only people that hear stereo are the ones sitting in the middle. <laughs> in the middle right. And the people on the right and left are fucked. So, yeah, that. but that's all there is to it. And I've had a lot of friends telling me that they saw me play and they really liked how it sounded and they tried it, the wet-dry thing, and, the, and they were surprised how easy it is to do and, and and how much better their amp worked. Right. Yeah. It's 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 definitely... Uh, the amp just is more alive. Yeah. It feels like, you know, you don't have to try as hard to play. Uh, it, or somehow when you're playing legato, you hammer on a note and it just doesn't seem to... To happen and when you get rid of all that junk in the effects loop and have the reverb in a different place it's almost like you just can't even hear the difference between a pick note and a hammer on or pull off you can't even hear the difference it's right. all kind of the same so it sounds it's, that good yeah it's just it just helps the amp function better I think so you yeah. have always done that no no I just started doing it maybe five years ago and the reason I started doing it is because we went to Russia and they lost all my gear my pedals and everything so I had to play just a dry Marshall, and I just had the sound engineer put some reverb and delay in my monitor. And I had this great playing night, because the amp seemed like it's so easy to play these notes that I, were, I was having such a hard time. And then I was realizing, yep, that's what Mike always talks about, wow. why he hates effects loops, and right. why he always plays wet and dry. Yep. Ever since that night, I never went back. I said, okay, I'm doing this from now on. So how
1: do how do you come
0: out with? I'm confused. How you come out? You say your pedal board. Mm-hmm. Do you, where do the effects? Oh, nothing changes there. Nothing changes in front of your dry amp. You still go through your pedals and into your amp. Right. Right. Yep. And you still have your same sound. It's just that's yeah. What what's different is that. Say if you have most amps have two speaker jacks. Yeah. You know. If you have your amp set to 8 ohms. Yep. Right? Well, one goes into your regular cabinet, which is like... Mine is an 8-ohm cabinet, so I'm running the cabinet 8 ohms. When you go out of the other speaker jack to this little box, it doesn't change the ohmage because the box doesn't have any ohms. It's right. just a through. Yep. So that little box changes the signal to line level. And you've got a line out. And the line out goes into your effects, like a reverb a delay, whatever you're using, yep. you know, you turn that all the way 100% wet, and that sound goes into your little combo. Ah, okay. That's it. Yep. So you got one amp dry, one amp completely 100% so wet. So, yeah, yeah,
2: because you never run your your delay and your reverb with distortion and all the
0: other... Mm-mm. No, the No. The, 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 the delay and reverb is completely separate from distortion and chorus or anything or pedals right you know i mean you could
2: well delay a delay could be a pedal
0: yeah you could use a delay pedal you could use a reverb pedal you know that wouldn't be a problem because like i said the little box has a knob on it so you can turn it down to instrument level Mm -hmm. so that a pedal would accept that signal right so you could use a delay pedal as long as it's turned all the way wet and there's no dry signal coming out of the pedal, right? And the, and then you plug that wet pedal into like another amp, another a little combo or whatever, and it it doesn't need to be a big amp because reverb is usually no more than thirty percent of your tone or th- your sound. So it can be a small amp, a small one amp, one speaker amp would is it plenty right. overkill really? Yep. I could probably do it with a Blues Junior, like a little. You know, twenty watt amp. Yeah, the deluxe has plenty. I think I, I think the, I've never turned it up past three, so it's just it's all you need really. The only, the only, the only bad thing is that if you did want to use other effects. Say you had a multi-effects thing and you wanted to use, say, like it had like intelligent pitch shifting or something Mm. like that where you're playing chords, diatonic chords or something. Or it had like something where the effect has to be as loud as the real note. Then your second amp would have to be a duplicate of your big Rig, mm. so you'd have to have two hundred watt Marshall heads and two four by twelves to be able to like if you wanted to do that hillbilly delay trick, yeah, you know that dotted dotted eighth note hillbilly Albert know, Lee trick. does, yeah, yeah, you know. Well, you couldn't do it with this because the, the 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 little combo couldn't get that note loud enough, right, to match your real note, yeah, you know. So then you'd need something as for your second amp that's as big as your, yeah, <laughs> then yep. you'd have to carry around some shit. But I just sort of gave up all those effects and I said, nah, you know, like it's not really worth it. And I just it's easier just to do it's I'd rather have a good tone than have some pitch transposing right. going yeah. on or something yeah. like that. I've just I'm given sure, up on
1: that. I'm sure something like that my boss loop switcher mm-hmm. would probably have a line out in that to do that, right? Where you could designate
0: No, because no. Uh oh, okay. No, uh uh-uh. uh. It wouldn't because to make line out everything in there is instrument level right line level is much bigger right more powerful you know and and that wouldn't generate that kind of a signal right okay so i'd need a separate box yeah but it's only this big it's it's smaller it's like the size of an mxr phase 90 okay it's tiny yeah so you can put it anywhere it's a small tiny little pedal and all it's doing is just converting the speaker to line level. Right. And then you plug that and the the way I the reason I can change it or change the mix is because out of that little box before it goes into my fe- effects it goes into one of those little volume knobs mm-hmm. and then into the effects. Right. So what I'm doing when I turn the mix wet dry mix down is I'm turning down the input to the effect. Right. You know, and that way it's softer. Yep. So it works out really good. You can you can you can get almost. Sometimes I turn it like almost dry. Just turn it off. Yeah. And then turn, kick it up. Now, why you know, do you, why do you yeah. use that knob instead of a volume pedal? I don't know. You know me and volume pedals. I I hate them because right. you can. It's the audience can hear everything you do. You know, it's like you you want to turn up just a little bit, and then you push it down, and all of a sudden you're like really fucking loud. <laughs> Everybody's going, "What the fuck?" You know, it's just they're not subtle enough.
1: Like you designed that the
0: the. Well, I wouldn't call it design. Well, what did you kill? I designed a potentiometer. <laughs> well, didn't you Those have... have been around since like the, the 30s, But I didn't think. you put your name on it or something and was selling Yeah. Yeah, they... You know, you know where I got the idea from that is, remember the old MXR, uh, the first pedals that ever came out, um, the MXR Distortion Plus? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well it came they came out and the knobs had these little rubber things that you put over the knobs right yep. and of course there was a volume and a distortion well i just figured out i mean duh if you put the pedal on the floor and you just put your foot on that rubber knob you can turn down and you can change your volume with that knob yeah I, and so that's where i got the idea for it and you just well why why does a potentiometer have to be sideways and be run by a pedal when it can just stand straight up and you can run it with your foot like foot. this. You can't do volume swells, right? big volume swells like you can with a pedal, but you can control your volume on stage in so much more of a subtle way mm. that you can turn up just a little bit and then play some more. And the oh, the drummer's getting a little louder. Okay, I can't really hear what I'm doing. Just turn up a little bit more. And you don't get drowned out by the band. And if you want to play something that's... Softer, but still keep your gain. Then you just turn that down. Yeah, it's yeah, that's it. Well, I, you know what, you you dance well too. Yeah, it's just a, it looks like dancing. I've been trying not to put my foot on the knob all the time, right? But sometimes, like for an effect, it is kind of cool if you play a note and you want it to just kind of poke out of the yeah. mix a little bit more, and you just turn it up. You, it's you, a cool effect. You I were kinda done kinda like doing it. that
1: with that with Joel that night. Yeah, I kind of like. And doing
0: it was it. it was awesome and fun to watch it's, too. And it sounds cool. It's well you were it's like it's like were, on a mix when everything is perfect. Yeah. It kind of loses its so I like notes to just stick out every once in a while and stuff. It worked it really sounded, well. It and it was cool. it was a
1: good visual yeah. too. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed what you were doing, and your sound sounded great and
0: I had a good time playing with those guys, man. I'll tell you what, Darren is so good, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. That guy is amazing. I just love you know, wow. I mean, I can't afford to play with a keyboard player all the time, but if I could, began, man, right. Darren is so badass. He, he's yeah, just, he in every way, you know, on every level, he's got it nailed, you know, I everything. like that
1: quiet solo he did. Oh, my <laughs> God, did you hear that? Everyone was like, you could hear people breathing. It was so quiet. That
0: was one of the most stunning moments I can remember, for me, in years, yeah. hearing him play that. He played a solo on a blues, just Darren. a blues with jazz, Darren, Darren Johnson. Um, um, and it was so funny. I brought my Marshall, because it's kind of all I have. He brought a little blues junior and just put it on a stool, and that's all he was <laughs> playing through, you know? And it was every bit loud enough for the gig. I mean, it was great volume. And he played the solo just over a slow blues... And he was so soft; you could barely. I mean, he just. We all just got. I didn't play. I just that yeah. just didn't. didn't I, I wouldn't ever dare play while something that heavy is going on. He was. But he, it was cool. He it was, was really amazing, cool. Amazing. I brought man. the house to dead quiet. It was just ridiculous, man. He's so fucking good. He's just the, the. You know, he has all the rhythmic chops of Herbie, but he has the melodic thing. You know, the the Wayneish type of. Melodies, everything, and Amazing voicings and the way he touches the instrument, you know, it it really does prove that, you know, the velocity thing with keyboard players is so important. You know, you just hit it just a little bit harder and he just gets at the right moment and he's, wow. He's so in control of everything. Yeah, he's a badass. Badass. Ridiculous. So... Yeah, so I got a gig with them on March thirteenth. Back Mar- at that March thirteenth th- at that same place. March, yeah, March same 20. band. Yeah, Jimmy and Jimmy and Joel Taylor and yep. Darren. Yeah, Jimmy, myself. Uh, Jimmy Earl, oh, cool. and Joel Taylor and Darren, and myself. And yeah, uh, it was really fun. March
2: thirteenth, fun 30.
0: gig. Yeah. Great.
1: When are you playing with Joel again, too, Bruce? Uh,
2: February twenty
0: first. Mm-hmm. Oh, awesome. Yeah, that's a nice little club. I love uh, that. club. It's a great little dive. It's really. It? You know what? You're gonna like it better because. When you played there, they hadn't done the acoustic thing to the back room. The curtains, right? And now they did. They put up the curtains all around the drums in the back room, and it's better. The back room? Well, it's sort of, you know how the stage has sort of two different different areas. There's the back room where the drums and the bass are, yeah. and then there's kind of a front level yeah. where the keyboard's and the guitar. That's like what we were. Yeah, yeah so and pushed back in the corner. More what everybody there. was telling me is without those curtains, Joel was having to play really soft because the sound was bouncing off the walls everywhere and the frequencies were a little bit harsh. Mm. And he said, now with the curtains there, it absorbs all that, he can hit a little harder and it just, everything sounds more toneful. You know, it just sounds better. Yeah, so um, I can't imagine it without the curtains because I can imagine they're, they're just in that little cubicle with hard walls. That's got to sound not so. Yeah, good. it sounded. Yeah,
1: yeah, it sounded very yeah. <laughs> reverb-y. Yeah. That. It still sounded all right, but it did. It was a big a difference. Reverb. Big difference. Yeah. A lot, too fight.
0: much reverb. Too much ambience.
2: Especially as loud as yeah. you guys were playing. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but we didn't. We weren't that loud. I don't. It sounded. It's. I mean, it was. It was a good volume. It sounded good. Yeah, like not baked potato volume.
1: That's for no, sure. No, it wasn't that. But I yeah. think the room the curtain everything soaked it up I'll tell you what it wasn't man, the that
0: years. gig we did at the baked potato we had the pa almost off wow and it was still killing me and i i swear to god the next night i know it's not my imagination because the next night we played at alva's i had a great time yeah i wasn't i everything was fine with me it's the it's the proximity man it's like Alan was saying, look, dude, I brought this symbol. It's down here. It's not up in your head. It's down here. But, man, when he hit his snare, it's like a fucking gun going off. Wow. You know, know,
2: it's just... Proximity isn't everything. (laughs) But it's (laughs) close. It is, but it's close. close. That's true. Yeah.
0: Man, it really makes a difference when you can't get away from being right on top of the guy next to you. It's just... Yeah, Alvis. Alvis has that nice stage where you can sp- get spread out. They have those nice acoustic things yep. in the back. You know, it's kind of Iridium's kind of a bright room because they—it's a brick wall. Oh wow! The, yeah, but but it's okay. It's better when people are in the room. Like it, it was packed, so you know the people really help. But still, I hear the frequencies of the drums off the brick. Right. And yep. it doesn't sound like a real drum set. It sounds like you put the real drum set through the PA. and added a bunch of treble to it, right? Because it does I mean, drums and brick walls, they don't <laughs> get along well together unless they smash uh, into each other.. Yeah, <laughs> right. And I always wonder that about clubs. Like does it ever occur to them to maybe just put a curtain behind the drums? That, I mean, that it would be too so obvious. Much. Yeah. Just a curtain. It's like it looks good. It's, what's wrong? What's the problem?
1: They, they got their uh, beautiful brick.
0: They like that brick. <laughs> but whatever. Anyway, it was a fun gig. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. What about Chicago? Chicago was cool too, and that's a nice sounding... They put us in the comedy club, and I said, well, that's perfect for my band. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, everyone was, everyone yeah. was having a good laugh. They
0: have a, they have a rock and roll stage downstairs. And they had a uh, after us. There was a Rolling Stones cover band, and they were <laughs> awesome, man. They played some of my favorite Stones yeah, tunes. Yeah, I was eating my dinner after the gig and listening to the Stones. it was fun. <laughs> but we played the in a smaller stones, room upstairs. The Flintstones. Well, yeah, the Kid- <laughs> the Flintstones. Stones? right. The yeah, but um, uh, the room upstairs is is smaller and more intimate. And you know how when people say sometimes. Oh, you know, you're at your sound check and you're going, yipes! This is not going to be a good gig. And the sound person says, "Don't worry. When people get here, it's going to sound completely different." Yep. And then you go and it doesn't, and it sounds just as bad. <laughs> well, this room, it actually was true. Right. Like when people, because sound check, I was going, "Oh man, this is loud yep. and this is boomy," you know. But when people fill that place up, completely different. Just I love, nice, I love and that when that happens. nice and dead, and just really not loud at all. Just yeah. really nice, and, yeah. and I was like, "Wow, this time he's really he's right." <laughs> I that's, wasn't. That's cool. I man. was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a fun room. It's a good room to play. So, well, you played the green room again, right?
2: Uh, yeah. Uh, yes, I did. But and then you played. What a great room that is! Man,
1: that was that was a good night. That was fun, yeah. What's the green room?
2: Green room is like a uh, kind of, I don't know, an off-Broadway cabaret kind of okay. room, but they have jazz in there, too, of course. Um, mm-hmm. It's on 42nd Street and 10th Avenue, and you know, a lot of different people play there. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And, you know, Monday nights are really big nights, because all the people who are working on Broadway, that's their off night, uh, and they yeah, do, they do yeah. their own new shows there. And uh, I'd done it in November and went real well. And then they gave me, I, I was going back to do, a, to do a, the APAP convention, which I know sounds like a, a gynecological procedure, but uh, it's not. It's actually the American, no, the Association of Performing Arts Presenters. And so I did that, and then I got another night at the green room and did that a lot of friends a lot of great musicians came in good friends of mine so that was really cool and a lot of fun was had and then I did that convention had to do a 25 minute version of my show which was weird but good
1: but you you can pull that out of your at anytime you can do I that. I pull right?
2: lots of shit out of my asshole. You know what I mean? have uh, had a whole career speak, out of it. Speaking of which, I uh, had my uh, 60,000 mile checkup. Uh, you did? Yeah, man. How was that? Well, it turned out it was clean. I think it was more fun for the doctor than me. Though. Oh, you mean
0: Coloss- Col- colonoscopy? Oh, hey, hey,
2: hey. Not, let's not use big words. Around.
0: <laughs> there, oh. there are women here. I told you what the guy said to me where right. he said, he's asleep, let's have some fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, Yeah. you know, just, you know, just, so you, the guy said, the guy said to me, it's right about there putting under, you know, like they have to check, like, you know, okay, we're going to, we're going to work on your right leg, you know, they mm-hmm. always have to ask you these questions, like, you know, this is what we're going to do to you, you know, that's mm-hmm. like the new malpractice right. kind of thing. And so uh, the guy said to me, he says, "Okay, you know you're here for a colonoscopy," and I said, "Yeah, only assholes get that." <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, you know. then, and then he uh, he gave, then came out of the thing, and the doctor says, "Well, it's clean. We don't have to see you for another ten years," you know. And I said, "Perfect asshole." Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so but boy, man, that's not really. It's not a bad procedure. the pers- the, the The bad part is the whole. Prep for it. Yeah, the
0: drinking of the horrible yeah. liquid, yeah.
2: And, and, and the and the just like you, you yeah. you're, 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 I mean, sorry, f- wankers, but you're, you're like, you're like shitting out shit you haven't even eaten yet. Yeah, <laughs> you're pooping
0: water for. A, you're two,
2: pooping. A, you're a pooping. I mean, yeah. you're pooping into the future, basically. Yeah, right. You're pooping stuff your, that you haven't eaten yet.
1: What point right. of your life do you need to do this? You're
2: actually up for it. You, you when? How old are yeah. you
1: Yeah, really. Fifty. How old, yeah.
2: Yeah, fifty is your first one.
1: I'm um, forty-eight. I got ages. Yeah. There. yeah but how, you, how old are you? Forty-eight. No, say that I,
2: in english 48 okay i've done three of them really so, yeah oh they yeah. But you they found you didn't have to do the other he two. Wasn't just super, went back he wasn't super clean so they had to make sure he was cool <laughs> Yeah, I, I was he three. was on it's, you were on the five-year plan they, it's
0: not fun they put you out
2: yeah no you're in like what they call a uh a twilight it's not a full anesthesia it's yeah a, i guess it's, it's not
0: but you're you're out enough so that it doesn't hurt. You don't anything.
2: even know what happened, yeah. kinda. But you're kind of there. You're kinda, you kind of. It you sounds know.
0: like a regular Saturday night, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah it is like for you. It's a
2: regular it Saturday night. It is yeah. still they yeah. want. But um, so you were on the five year plan then. Yeah, I'm on the ten year plan. Yeah. They so, go but, in there uh, and they
0: put stuff in your butt and they look say, at it. Look no, at no, it no, and, no. They put,
2: <laughs> God, I don't know why we're talking about this, but <laughs> it's, they know they, they put six feet of hose in your. Their- <laughs> <laughs> man, man, you know, you know that you know no. you don't you don't even have a cord out of your guitar that long. Right, <laughs> but <laughs> I do. But uh, you know, size doesn't matter. They say, <laughs> um, but, but you know, the worst thing you can hear as you're about to go under, the positively worst thing you can hear as you're about to go under, is the guy says, "No, nurse, I said to remove his spectacles." <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, shit. Oh, man. I, I had a, I had a, um, <laughs> like, I don't know, it was six months ago, I had a hernia operation yeah, we, right before I went to South we America. We remember that. Yep. Yeah. And I remember when I came out of it, it was in the operating room, and I came out of it, and and he said, he said, how do you feel? And I said, is my dick still there? <laughs> <laughs> and then I just, it just came to me. I I shouldn't probably said that cuz there were like women around and stuff. I was like, okay. And I apologized to him in at, at, at his office next, the last week. I said, "I'm sorry I said that." And he goes, "What?" He didn't remember. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay. So you well, repeated yeah. it and then yeah, well, well, you know, I, I even said to the doctor he was telling me about the procedure. I said,
2: You've probably heard all the jokes, right? I'm like, I'm not going even <laughs> not even go there. I'm not going even do my routine for you, man. You know, I've done it for all these. Any people. Any sign of the trap
0: miners, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't, they go in with a camera, is yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, okay. and they just look for bad stuff, For know, polyps and polyps tumors. stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's not fun, I can tell you. But, but they have improved the taste of the drink that you that you drink. It's not quite as bad as it used to be. They've improved you the taste of it. Yeah, the yeah. day
2: before you have to clean your colon so you yeah. can see so what's inside it. You drink uh, this
0: really heavy liquid. You drink yeah. a gallon of yeah. shit. Yeah. You, d- you have to drink like certain amount of glasses every hour every yeah. two hours and you just drink 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 and you don't get to eat any food the whole day Right. so you're basically just drinking yeah. and it's 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 very akin to like liquid plumber is <laughs> basically <laughs> what it is I can't it's believe we're talking plumber plumber about for- this <laughs> there goes our number yeah. two rating oh no this it's, is perfect we have a number two rating yeah. this is exactly what we're
2: here to talk you know about what, you know what was
0: great too and it's like the South Park episode <laughs> I was talking to uh, about more crap and with Bono on it <laughs> because every time They show Randy Marsh taking a huge crap and he's sitting on top of this big log. You see this trophy come in and it says Emmy winning series. Uh, (laughs) But
2: uh, you know, it's like, yeah, so it it, it was what it was. I've done that now. I'm glad you like. I have 10 years to worry about the next one. And uh, but it's real important for people to do it because that particular kind of cancer and problem is. If it's detected early, it's easy to treat, but if they don't get it, it's super deadly. You know what I mean? Well, it's pr- pr- prostate. A colon cancer. A colon cancer.
1: You know what? This is what pisses me off about our, our technology. Trump? Well, besides Trump. As long as we're talking about colon cancer. <laughs> colon, cancer.
2: Yeah. I, mean, I thought you were moving to you, the prostate, which get, is that far, you know. Right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> but when you get on, you go on Facebook or any... Social media. I came that
2: far from a, colon, from a prostate <laughs> joke, you know what right? I mean? And
1: you'll see ads. I saw an ad for a colon, like, get your child, what you just did, right? Yeah, yeah. And they're talking about colon cancer is one of the... No- and they listed all the things, like, oh, if, you haven't, if you haven't had this done, or if you've, you're shitting like this, and, and I'm running through the list. I'm like, oh, man, I, I've got some of these. So in my head, I've already convinced myself I've you got God, colon cancer. You might cancer. be part Jewish. Right? Is God, that what you so guys you're do? You're
2: sounding like you're part Jewish. Yeah. I was so annoyed, and then I had
1: to talk myself out of. Is like, don't, I don't worry, you only
0: it. have to wait two years, and you get yeah, your first You'll, call and you'll be Jewish. just as happy as we That's are. It's
1: just because I was traveling, and my system was a little bit off. That's all it was. But well, I convinced I mean, myself. You know,
2: and they, you know, and I mean, by by <laughs> the time you get fifty, they may have really worked that other stuff out, so that you don't even have to do it. You can just like poop in a bag and send it to somebody. Boy, that'd, oh, be, that'd be great. That'd be
0: great. I mean, but my
2: I'm, doctor says yeah. it's not quite up to it. But then again, he might be in cahoots with everybody and they're just making a bunch of fucking money. Who knows? But, but. He keeps saying, but. But, <laughs> but I, I, you know, I mean, the whole thing, the whole thing. Not whatever. The He's whole on. thing.
1: has gone to shit. The whole business
2: down there with the prostate and the colon and everything. It's like, what the fuck? You know, I mean, it's like three engineers and they're at this convention and they're talking, you know, and and the first you know first one says man you know there's there's like a there's a electrical engineer and a structural engineer and a civil engineer right and they're all you know talking and finally one guy goes man god was an electrical engineer and they go how do you figure that you know this is like you know well look 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 at the brain i mean all the electric the synapses that are going off and the way that the human brain can, like, understand all these complex things quick. No computer could ever do this. It's like, God, God was an electrical engineer. And the second guy goes, no, God was a structural engineer. He says, well, what are you talking about? Says, like, look at the body, the way it balances, and the way everything moves. I mean, we've never been able to design anything so complex and so amazingly balanced. God was a structural engineer, and the third guy, the civil engineer, is laughing his ass off. He goes, "You, you guys are stupid. God was a civil engineer." They go, "Like, why would you think that?" And he goes, "Let's face it. Who else would put the main disposal line through a major recreational area?" <laughs> <laughs> good,
1: that's a good point that's a good one that's a good point well, I know what I want for my fiftieth now well you'll, you'll, you'll
0: get it believe me yeah. you go yeah, doctor, I, I, I think you're
2: next in the group here you're the next mm-hmm. one to go down damn go into the tunnel really be fine. <laughs> well, so, Send ever. my regards and, and I have this friend I won't mention who it is because uh but he's he's somewhat tangentially related to us all. Uh, he's an ER doctor, retired and he, and he had to do it and he, he wanted to watch. So he like didn't take the sedation. Now that's some fucking Marine shit. Yeah. But he, and he said it was really cool to watch. Really? And he suggested that I ask not to have the sedation. Of course, I decided to have the sedation. <laughs> can't they just
1: send you a videotape? Like, yeah, really. <laughs> okay. Like
0: A little MPEG
1: no,
2: movie no, of but what's he, going on. He found on. it fascinating and he suggested I do it.
0: You know what? Uh, this guy, uh, my plumbing went awry. I can't at my believe house. we're doing this Are on we?
2: the 200th episode. Yeah. This is what's Are we happening. My plumbing
0: went awry at my house. And the, and they, uh, your they house or a, you? House. And okay, they tried house. to snake the drain like they do. There's an outside. Yeah. place in your house where they run the snake yep. so they ran a really big thick snake into it and still one of the toilets wouldn't flush <coughs> one of the sinks was messed up and he said i really hate to tell you this but this is going to cost you about a grand we're going to have to run a, a, a camera right. to see what's going on yep and then take it from there so they ran the camera and They made a video right and I watched it and I was thinking about a colonoscopy. How similar, <laughs> how it do must you know? How sim- oh, so it must be. There so, you go. So, you know, they ran it, and of course, you know what they found tree roots, yeah, like tree, tree roots going right through the pipes. You know, yeah. they said, Well, the only thing that's going to cut through that is hydro, we're gonna have to hydro those, and yeah. so they stick a Super, drill. you know, a a big wa- drill. water, pre- it's water, oh. but it's water, just and it cuts super pressurized water like yeah. the firemen use, you know, and it just cuts right through those roots and just. Yeah, yeah but they still have to
2: repipe through. it, don't no, they?
0: No, no, the pipes were good. They weren't, no holes in the. In the well, the, the roots went through the pipe. Yeah, but I mean, no, nothing that bad uh. where, you know, like, like the roots go in and they grow in, in the pipe. You know what Uh, I mean? It's not like one big massive root coming down, just killing the whole pipe. Why not? It's just, it's small roots and they get into the pipe and they grow into the pipe. So when they cut them, it's sort of like cutting, it's like patching a tire. (laughs) You've still got the nail in it in a way to stop water from coming out, but they cut right through the nail. So it's still, you know, intact Uh and there's nothing wrong. Yeah. Because they said if they, if they wanted to do that, they can do this. They can put, metal inside the clay wrap it around inside the clay that's about Three dollars $4,000. Yeah, bucks. it's expensive as shit. But they didn't want to do that. They didn't want me to pay that kind of money. He says, you're cool. If we snake this thing once a year, you're going to be fine. And so this, it was like,
1: relating to guitar, this is like a 1-4-5. Yeah.
0: That was the 5 <laughs> chord. Now we're going to go back to 1. <laughs> Bruce got off on the 4 chord. Ah, shit, man. I was off on the
2: tritone sub going to the to relative minor. Uh,
0: yeah. Oh anyway, but back to guitar.
3: <laughs> they say a river never finds a home. It just keeps rolling till there's no more going. They say I killed a man in Ohio. Yeah, people say stuff when there's just no Tomorrow morning, I'm gonna settle up. Ride north and west to the Jonestown cut. Twenty miles by supper with any luck. Missing you all the way. Sit and watch the water flow You know back is where it cannot go The marshals come It's nothing you don't know Never love to Romeo. You never met a killer from Ohio they say it's true A slick desperado The money's all yours Just keep it hidden It's no use to me Dead or in prison So hold me close Till there's no more moon I've got no joy They run and so to all the days when I wake alone, having dreamed this river knew the way to. a shawl and a parasol stroll down those avenues looking beautiful looking like some picture belongs on a wall looking just like you own it all the money's all yours go have some fun it's no use to me Dead or in prison Why we love, such a mystery A human force akin to gravity The only crime is when it disappears I'll go north with the snow this time of year. Then maybe Frisco in the late spring. There's a hotel out there the opera folks stay in. Check with the register, Davis or Blair.